Mary had a little lamb. The littlest lamb she ever had was a little Larry and Mary. Is this how you're starting the podcast? Honestly, I was just doing a voice check and I just went with it. And you know what? This might as well be the intro. <laughs> All right. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl. Just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them on and take control of yourself. Join a sister and a How are you doing on such a lovely day like today, Talim? I'm doing great. I'm looking up Halloween decorations. I'm so excited. We're doing a pumpkin carving party. Yes. And I'm going to be Cruella DeVille and Sirak is going to be in a crazy Dalmatian costume. I don't, I, you know, I agree to this just to make appease you, my wife. Thank you. But you initially sent me like these costumes from uh, Amazon that were just like, you know, like a dog ear and like, you know, like really half-assing the Halloween a spirit if you ask yeah, me so i, I went ahead <laughs> i went ahead and found like a full-on dog dalmatian like it looks like jumpsuit one of those onesies yeah jumpsuit uh, jumpsuit onesie i don't know mm-hmm. what i'm even saying mm-hmm. so I'm, go- I'm going full force yeah and i'm really i love 101 dalmatians i used to watch that movie every single day after school i'd come home and i'd watch that movie in after like first grade or something like that preschool and I know all the lines and I have to watch it again, brush up on them because I am going to be the best Cruella there ever was, except Khloe Kardashian was a great Cruella. <laughs> I think you'll beat Khloe Last Kardashian. Last year or something? Let's beat Khloe great. Kardashian. Oh, can't wait. What if you had the same picture as she did? I mean, one day, uh, honestly, Is that famous picture I've of decided that every year I'm going to be Cruella. Like when we have kids. Okay, let's not go and crazy. Cru- no, that is my costume and I will excel and so the kids are future Dalmatians, I'm, I'm yes, assuming. Yes, and my costume will get better and better every year, depending on the party, depending on the occasion. Obviously, we're going to be with family, so I'm not sexing it up this time. But then, mark my words. Then as as <laughs> as we get older, I'm going to become one of the henchmen. Like I graduate as a dog into a henchman, sure. and then or Pongo, and then we'll have kids. Pongo? Pongo is the dad Dalmatian. Yeah, I, t- I don't know these things. Come on, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, you'll have to watch the movie with me. (laughs) All right. Hello, sisters. So today we're going to be talking about some pantry items, essentially like a grocery list of items that you can have as a fundamental for like breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, desserts, all that kind of stuff. First, though, we have a question from the PCOS hotline. We have a voicemail from a fellow sister. If you don't know, you can always call our phone number at one eight three three. Ask PCOS. That's one eight three three ask PCOS, and you can basically submit a question via voicemail, and would, and then we'll play it on the podcast and answer it. So here is this week's question. Hello, I just came across your guys's podcast today on my road trip, and can I may I just say I have probably listened to five episodes since like in a row like I haven't taken a break I've just been listening and listening and listening and so my question is so currently I'm brand new I just found out that I'm I have PCOS and I've been kind of obsessed with like trying to figure it out 
Um, and so my question is, should I be taking metformin and birth control in order to regulate the PCOS symptoms? Or can I take your guys's like a bundle of, uh, like supplements in order to regulate those things because I'm not a huge fan of taking medications um, um, but I don't know what to do other than that um, because that's what the doctor told me so if I can find a natural supplement thing that you guys got going on that would help just the same as what my doctor said metformin would do and the birth control that would be fantastic and um, so that's my question and I'm very thankful that you guys are doing what you're doing because it's shedding a lot of light on like questions that I haven't didn't even know I should ask and now I have answers to those little questions that I didn't even know existed um so yeah um thank you guys and I hope to get an answer bye-bye Welcome to our podcast. I'm so glad you liked the the, the podcast so much, sister. With you know, listening to five episodes, like me and Tanya were smiling like ear to ear, looking at I each know. other when you said that, because you know we we love making this podcast. It's been almost three years, so it has. We, we're glad you're enjoying it. That's awesome. So your question is so valid. I mean, everyone who goes to the doctor gets diagnosed with PCOS. Like 99.9% .9 of us are immediately told birth control, metformin, and it they make it seem like that's your only option. And then you don't even feel like it is an option because you don't know that you can do anything else other than that. So I can understand your frustration and you're like, should I take it? Should I not take it? And I'm sure many women listening are thinking the same thing. So ultimately, it is your choice which route you want to go. Do you want to go the conventional route, which doesn't seem to serve PCOS women long term and doesn't reverse your symptoms and just it's kind of a Band-Aid approach? But sometimes when your symptoms are really bad, that, you know, kind of helps as a crutch as you get your diet and lifestyle and supplements and everything in order. So that's one thought. Uh, route for birth control and metformin. Then there's another route you can go where you're going the natural route, where you are really addressing the root causes of your PCOS. And this might take longer and this might take a lot more research and really understanding your body. And that's changing your diet, the way you work out and your supplements. Now, by no means is taking our supplement bundle going to replace what birth control and metformin would do. They're two separate things. So as I mentioned, there are two routes you can go. You can go the conventional route or the natural route. And it's completely up to you and your choice, no matter what anyone makes you feel. So for me, I mean, just to help you out, for me, when I was offered birth control and metformin, I decided to take birth control, but then, uh, and not the metformin. And then for a year I took it and I was like, what is going on? What is this thing? Whatever. And then I stopped it and then I went the natural route and you know, all of the things that you find in the sisterhood, our membership program is everything I've learned over years of experience, reversing PCOS combined in a really concise and easy to understand way. And that took a lot of time for me to understand for my body. So we help you with that route, with that natural route. And um, starting with the supplements is great. Building on it with changing your diet, maybe trying gluten and dairy free to see if that works for you. Changing your workouts. That's the natural route where you're really supporting your metabolic hormones. And that's what the supplements are meant to do to um, complement your diet, lifestyle, and so on. So 
that's the long story short of your question. I hope this helped answer it. Sirak, do you want to say anything else? Yeah, it was it was very well said. And something I also want to note too is like when we talk about going, um, or like when we talk about birth control and metformin. And of course, a, a lot of times we talk about the positives as well as the negatives. And when it comes to the negatives, that's just to make people, and especially like for a lot of PCOS women who aren't aware of the side effects of birth control metformin, we want to make everyone be aware of them because a lot of times those side effects outweigh the benefits. So when we talk about those you know, side effects and the negative aspects of birth control metformin, that's to make you more aware so you can make a choice that you're comfortable with without you know, making a choice where you have no idea what this could do to you in five to 10 years. So that's something too yeah. I just wanted to add in. Of course, at the end of the day, it's always up to you. These supplements aren't made to replace, you know, like something that's a prescription from a doctor. And it's always something you should consult your doctor to, you know, just just check on with. You could be like, hey, I, I don't want to take these prescriptions, but can I instead take these supplements? Here are the research studies. What do you think? Should I give it a try? Especially if you go to a naturopathic doctor who might naturopathic be more open doctor. to that kind of an approach. That is key because your conventional doctor will most likely disregard what you're saying or just be like, oh, you could try it, whatever. But the truth is they're not the same as birth control and metformin yeah. and they're not drugs in that sense. So your doctor may not be aware of the benefits of supplementation. So going to a naturopathic doctor is key if you really want to get down to it and reverse PCOS. Yeah. I will mention that metformin addresses insulin resistance and that's why we uh, suggest our Met Metabolism Plus bundle as well as Ovacetol. Studies show that taking a supplement like Inositol, which is Ovacetol, works just as effectively as metformin. And so with that being said, you can show your doctor those research studies about Ovacetol and see if that can work for you instead. Yes. All right. Let's move on to the main topic of the episode, which is the pantry must-haves for a healthy PCOS diet. Yes, I love this. We just went to Whole Foods yeah. and we were cruising around seeing what cool snacks there are and what's going on, what we can add to our pantry collection yeah. um, to help with, you know, making sure there's enough gluten and dairy-free items in the kitchen to cook with, to snack on, to make a quick breakfast. And I feel like it's really essential. So we'll go through some of the essentials in this podcast episode. Yeah. And just a heads up for anyone who's listening, if you want this and something where you can read it, uh, download it, just go to our website, PCOSWeightLoss.org. And if you go to our blog section, you'll find a um, almost basically like a podcast blog for this episode. So just go to the blog section or even the podcast section on our website and you'll find this entire episode in like a written form where you can kind of see everything broken down in like bullet points and things like that. So that's something we're doing lately with our podcast episodes uh, as a way of helping uh, you listeners uh, basically, you know, uh, absorb the information better later. We're creating blogs for each episode. So just go to our website to access those. All right. Yeah. With that, go ahead, babe. Should we start with the first one? Yeah. So I guess for like uh, some things that, that are fundamentals for, for breakfast, you know, some like foods that are, you know, healthy options for um, the first meal of the day. Okay. So what I 
always have like a staple in my pantry when it comes to breakfast are chia seeds. They are so good for us. They have so many antioxidants. They're great for blood sugar control and they help you create a meal that's filling and, you know, low in sugar, high in healthy fats and protein and satisfied to help you be satisfied until it's lunchtime. So I add two tablespoons of chia seeds to any breakfast that I make. So that's always in my pantry. And I also have oatmeal. I buy gluten-free organic oats. Um, Their oats can, you know, I always choose gluten-free oats because oats are sprayed with glyphosate, which is awful for our gut and inflammation. So, and they're also rolled in flour sometimes. So you have to get gluten-free oats. Yeah. I mean, oats are naturally gluten-free. It's when they roll them in flour, that's when they... It becomes glutenized, if that's mm-hmm. if that's a word. Doused in gluten. And- yeah. But uh, also something to note, too, like when we're talking about these breakfast options, you want to look for meals that are filling, but also low in sugar and high in protein. Because breakfast is essentially the most important meal of the day when you're trying to, you know, have, create a consistent diet for PCOS or PCOS weight loss in general. Because you want to basically create blood sugar stability for the rest of the day. So when you have something that's high in protein, low in sugar, that's going to help you um, stabilize your blood sugar so you don't have those big ups and downs and essentially reduce cravings and reduce your appetite for the rest of the day. And, you know, you're just like, it's more efficient, basically, your metabolism. Speaking of high protein, protein powder is also a pantry essential for me. So yesterday we bought some and um, I selected Garden of Life's protein powder, unflavored, no stevia. And I know it's not so much fun when it's unflavored and there's no sweetener in it, but I sacrifice the sweeteners for my PCOS. Having stevia regularly every single morning is not ideal for PCOS because artificial sweeteners or sweeteners like stevia can actually spike your insulin levels because your body thinks that you're eating something super sweet. It's like hundreds times more sweet than sugar. So stevia is not my sweetener of choice. If I have something, it'll have xylitol in it. Um, And so when I buy the protein powder, I buy the one with no sweeteners, no artificial flavorings, no natural flavoring, quote unquote, natural flavorings, none of that. And the only flavor that I add to my smoothie is from the berries that I add to it. So my like taste buds have gotten used to not eating something super sweet like that. And if you feel like you need something sweet, throw in some ovacetol with your breakfast Mm -hmm. uh, protein shake. Yeah. Some new protein powder brands that were kind of actually one that we found lately is from Garden of Life. It's the. um, Yeah, that's the one I mentioned. Yeah. Oh, you mentioned it? Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, look at you reading the notes. I swear I was just looking at the podcast, like the the player that we're recording, and I was just like reading the script, the doc at the same time, and I (laughs) just totally. You have to totally push you out audio. Your wife is talking, Sita. You're right. I'm kind of embarrassed. Everyone embarrassed who right is now. listening, I apologize for this behavior. Knows exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Brought disgrace to my family. It's name. fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, can I talk about steamer tea? Yes. Really talk about it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so, alongside like these breakfast options, you know, we talked about the chia seed, protein powder, oatmeal. You know, these are great fundamentals. Of course, you want to add more to them, but a great um alongside this is spearmint tea is a great option because this is like a super drink essentially for PCOS because you're uh, you're helping to improve your metabolism for the rest of the day lower uh 
uh, testosterone, uh, which can obviously improve PCOS symptoms like hair growth, uh, hair loss, um, things things like that. Basically, like hirsutism. So, spearmint tea is a really good option for that in the mornings. You can put it alongside your uh, breakfast. And if you're yeah. looking for some spearmint tea brands, there's a couple on Amazon. I'm sure if you want Amazon, you'll find uh, like spearmint tea, like just the ones that where you would you know like the tea bags. But just make sure you're looking for tea bags where they, they don't use plastic or the tox the toxic you know materials because that can lead to like BPA and other sort of uh, hormone disruptors. And another brand that we like is also called Peak Spearmint Tea. Uh, peak P I Q U E P I Q U E Peak. Yes. Such a weird name. <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to their website, just look for spearmint tea, and if you use the code the sisterhood, one word, the sisterhood, you'll get five percent off. The cool thing with them is they don't use toxic plastic tea bags. Um, you just basically open the packet and you just dump, dump it. it in the water, hot yeah. or cold. I like them a lot. They're very clean. They're like triple toxic screened, and yeah, you don't have to like seep a plastic tea bag when you drink Peak Peak Spearmint Tea. So you can even add it to your smoothies and make like a mint smoothie. You know, very yeah. mint smoothie. So I think that's the easiest way for me. Uh huh. So that's breakfast. Let's go to lunch now. Let's look at some foods that maybe you have Italian and like what you do to. Uh, break them down yeah so for lunch i really like to make sure i have protein in the fridge like this is an always essential when i'm grocery shopping so i definitely buy either some organic turkey breast or organic chicken breast slices like deli meat i like to get it as clean as possible organic hormone free and all of that so that's always good to have in your pantry especially to like grab during lunchtime and anything with like leftovers is always essential as well so when you're making dinner try to make double so that there's something in the fridge for you ready to go for lunchtime and then also a healthy fat so hummus for example if you like to cook which i love to cook i learned how to make hummus and it has stepped up my healthy fat game <laughs> for lunch so it's in the fridge you just smear some on some turkey breast or chicken breast you know, have some lettuce, some gluten-free tortilla or any grains that are gluten-free. And you can whip up a lunch bowl so quickly without even having to think about it. So that's also essential to have like healthy fats, whether it's guac or hummus or whatever you prefer, nuts even, ready to go to throw into a bowl that you make for lunch. If you need any inspiration when it comes to cooking for PCOS or whipping up quick meals or even like no bake bowls where you don't have to like cook anything you can just throw it together we have lots of recipes in the sisterhood um i meticulously develop them to make sure that they're meticulously. easy no but seriously like there's a bunch of no bake bowls that i put in there whether it's with tofu or rotisserie chicken that you don't have to cook from home just things that you can buy like uh pantry items that you can buy and just like whip together a quick and easy lunch so I think that nuts, uh, hummus, having a healthy fat available and also healthy proteins in your fridge ready to go or leftovers are always essential when it comes to like your pantry and your fridge. Then I have a note here about gluten-free breadcrumbs. They are so good. 
always have them in your pantry. You can throw it in a salad for a little bit of crunch. You can dip some chicken in it and dip it in mayo and dip it in the breadcrumbs and make like a crispy baked chicken. Mm -hmm. There's lots of fun things you can do with some gluten-free breadcrumbs as well. So get creative. I do have to say, Talene, since we got back from traveling, you're cooking. It's been out of this world. It's been out of this world. I mean, I have to say, like, it's almost like you never stopped. <laughs> I mean, you didn't cook for, like, almost eight months. I know. And it's, but, like, you, your hands were just, like, tingling to cook. Tingling, tingling to, cook. to cook. And I like, mean, you're doing a great job. I made the chunky beef and sweet potato chili last night, that mm-hmm. recipe from the sisterhood. It was outrageous. Who knew <laughs> how good Worcestershire sauce Worcestershire tastes sauce. in a freaking chili? Like it was the missing ingredient to my life. And then I also made the Mediterranean chicken and chickpea soup, mm-hmm. which my parents loved. We're living with my parents right now. <laughs> we eat Mediterranean food regularly. This was like a new recipe for them. They usually don't stray away from what they're used to. So I, I really like push them out like of their so, element. Like you have to really push your dad to eat the stuff I you're know. cooking. There's olives in the soup and it was amazing. It, ha- it was just like the perfect zing. Um, and then, oh my gosh, hold on before I stop. Keep going. I, I love this. I'm just like letting you just rant. <laughs> people love to hear you just like talk through your Talk through my, f- it's like food porn. Okay. Easy so now. There was, there is a... Um, orange truffle recipe in the sisterhood stop what you're doing get in the sisterhood get this recipe and make it i will never not have this available in my house ever again you've been force feeding me them every day they're so good when i tell you this tastes like cookie dough i'm not joking there's almond flour in it which is like a healthy fat little bit of carbs just like not a lot it's almond flour and then i have vanilla and almond butter in it and chickpeas so it's like the perfect snack if you ask me it has the protein the carb and the healthy fat from the almond butter in it i mean it's dipped in chocolate i half dipped mine in chocolate the image shows like a full dip like a truffle but i'm just saying just saying this is like i cannot believe this recipe I don't know what to do. Should I like scream it from the rooftops? Everyone needs to try it. It's crazy. Yeah. So, okay. So I, mean, I don't know how you come up with these recipes. Just like pulling these creative, unique things. I, mean, I obsess over food. orange truffle chocolate bites. I mean, like, come on. I honestly obsess because everyone thinks that eating gluten-free means that you're not eating like good food anymore. But yeah. The recipes in the sister, the recipes we come up with, um, I work with a chef as well. Mm-hmm. We come up with some tasty recipes. Like nobody should be complaining like about eating gluten business. and dairy free because we come up with alternatives. The Greek chicken tzatziki bowl with like dairy free yogurt. And you think you're in Greece eating some freaking chicken salad mm-hmm. or the Mediterranean tuna white bean salad. Wow. Okay. So I'm done. But what I will say is... Um, having canned things available is great if you want something on the go, whether it's canned beans, canned chickpeas, canned tuna. Um, always try to get the cans that are BPA-free, organic, and so on and so forth. But it's great to have that available in your pantry because you can whip up a lot of things with beans and tuna. And Keep in mind these recipes are going to be so much better when we, when the app the sisterhood app comes out in a couple of weeks it looks like 
we're literally at the final stage we're get we're about to get beta testers started <laughs> with uh using the app and seeing like um, how the sisters like it and things like that so um in the in the app basically every day when you open your app you'll see like breakfast lunch dinner and snack for you for the day and just like these recipes like it'll be automatically populated into your pcos plan basically which is which is what that page is called where essentially every day it tells you what to eat and how to work out and of course you have the freedom to swap out meals with the library or just swap out with your own meal that you want to have and the great thing is it'll track like calories carbs things like that to basically help you be on top of uh, your goals so just a fy to the show so exciting well, thank you for time. We're talking all about lunch. I'm not done. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm so. done with lunch. Oh, okay. I thought we were going we're to... We're going to dinner. Okay. You started dinner. Are we going to dinner or should we talk about snacks? I guess I say let's go with dinner and then do snack after. Or you think okay. snack is a better order option? I like the the order of snack because after okay. lunch, I have a snack. Let's go snack. Okay. Let's go snack. <laughs> all right. Pantry essentials that you need to make the perfect snack. Of course, there's the nuts, you know, and almond butter and maybe some delicious seed-based crackers like Mary's crackers. These are always good to have in your pantry as a quick and healthy snack. Mm -hmm. If you want to make something, you can make some delicious, healthy, balanced snacks for PCOS that I'm going to just like brush over right now. They're from the sisterhood, but these are great ideas because they have protein, carb, and fat. So there's popsicles you can make and freeze um, and just like grab one around four or five o'clock. So you're not starving when it comes to dinner time. Mm -hmm. And these are typically made with dairy-free yogurt or, you know, not like sweet things like juice okay these are made of healthy fats dairy for yogurt mixed mm -hmm. with almond butter and berries and things like that um, you can also make you know protein bites like i said the orange chocolate truffles or you can make frozen yogurt bark dairy for yogurt is a great like snack option for me in my opinion whether you're like making something with it like a popsicle or you're just mixing it with some berries and almond butter that works too. It's just a great base to have when it comes to snacking. So I always buy yeah. that when I'm grocery shopping. Um, yeah, I mean, that basically concludes my snack. I like to snack on protein because if I'm really hungry, that's like the best option. So maybe I'll have like a bite of last night's chicken or um, I'll have some hummus, for example. What about fruit? How should people, if people want to have fruit for as a snack, how should they pair it? Or like what fruit should they go for and how should they pair it to make sure that, you know, it's, it's, it's a good option? When it comes to fruits, I usually pair it with some nuts or seeds. So I like to make my own trail mix so that there's not a lot of sweeteners in it, like dried fruit and stuff. Maybe I'll add some, my dried fruit of choice, which is dried cherries and, um, you know, mix it with my nuts and that's my nut mix. And then I'll eat it with maybe an apple or some berries, like a, a fruit that's not super sweet. Because sometimes if you don't have a snack available, your blood sugar is low. You can eat all the fruit in the world, like, you know, and it's healthy. So you're eating it. But is that really good for your blood sugar? No, it's still sugar. It still has carbs in it. And you want to pair it with a healthy fat or protein to help you get fuller and satisfied and it, for it to really do the job. Yes. Great job, babe. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. 
I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing, so just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Moving on to dinner. Dinner? Are we moving on to dinner? I mean, this is, it's All up right. to you. I'd say we move on, but if you don't want to move on. Let's move on. We can stick to it. A couple of fun things in the pantry um, I keep for dinner are like corn tortillas, gluten-free, uh, like almond-based pizza crust, which I love because... Oh, hold on, I'll get into that. So this, <laughs> hold on, I could talk about food for days. Okay, so the pizza crust, the taco, um, tortillas. You can even buy a gluten-free and dairy-free mac and cheese if you want to throw together a quick dinner. For mac and cheese, I like to make some ground beef and mix it with the gluten-free mac and cheese and dairy-free cheese. And that's like a quick, quick dinner. At least there's protein in it. I never eat the mac and cheese just alone like that for dinner because it's just not satisfying doesn't mm -hmm. do the trick at all mm -hmm. and as for the pizza let's go back to that go back to the pizza pizza listen gluten-free pizza is not regular pizza let's be <laughs> let's not lie to ourselves you and know, say it is you know one time somebody commented on it like a we, we did a video for like a reel on instagram and it was about making a gluten and dairy-free pizza and then somebody commented saying like as an italian dot 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 oh, yeah. this is not pizza and like we totally understand what what the sister was saying like obviously like if you look at a traditional italian pizza yes it's not the same traditional italian who pizza who said it was italian pizza yeah that's but like, a genre of its own yeah and like but like for people who have a sensitivity to gluten and dairy this is just the way this is a modification you know i got so and mad i clapped back i know you I did clap like, back a little bit as but a woman with pcos this is pizza yeah <laughs> and, I, and i think we, we also told her like we love italian pizza but you know, we wish we could have it every day, but with just with PCOS, unfortunately, we have yeah. to, you know, remove some of these inflammatory foods. It's not worth it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's not worth the acne, the ovarian cysts, yeah. and all the other symptoms above. But the point is, we know it's not Italian pizza. We know it doesn't taste the same, but hey, sometimes you got to just change yeah. it up and make things a little bit, uh, you know, for yourself. And one way to do that is by creating toppings that you love. So... We have a great recipe in the sisterhood with buffalo chicken pizza. We also have one with butternut squash, okay? So you can roast the butternut squash with like chipotle and paprika seasonings. Get that flavor going. And you can saute some Italian sausage. Sausage? You can simmer up some sage and pumpkin seeds. Sprinkle it on top. <laughs> get that dairy-free cheese going. And it is so good. Yeah. By the way, we have a YouTube video. Uh, just go to, if you go to YouTube, if you'll find the video of us making a PCOS friendly oh, pizza yeah. from scratch, so you can like watch that. It's a very fun like ten minute video, and in it we use sausage. And I guess we bought like as we were preparing for this video from days before, and I think we bought the sausage like pre cooked, 
maybe three, four days ago before from Whole Foods. Oh, yeah. And then while we're filming, we opened the package for the sausage and it smelled so bad. And in the video, like you can see me, like I open the package and I look at Italian. I look at the bag. <laughs> I look at Italian. I'm like, this smells like shit. And then she's like, what? And then she, and I give it to her and then she smells it. She's like, that smells like shit. And, like, and then we kept it in the video because it was hilarious just to be like, just, you know, just show what it's real. This is real life. Sausage can go bad. My bad. <laughs> it's okay. It was just, like it was just old, you know, like it, it was just old and it was yeah. made for f- filming. So sometimes that's what happens. Yeah. So back to dinner essentials while you're grocery shopping. I typically get one vegetable for every day. You know, and make sure that like we have like a bunch of vegetables at dinner and then we can eat the leftovers for lunch. Um, That can work if you're not like following recipes or like a specific grocery list. But like Sirak said, the grocery list in the app like generates and you can follow that and get vegetables for specific recipes that you're going to make that week. And it actually makes it much more fun and interesting. So you can mix things and try something new and like get creative and outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I mean, for example, the other day I roasted turnips and something that I had never done before um, until I like made that recipe for the sisterhood. And it was bomb. So it's always good to try something new. Make sure that you have enough vegetables for the week when you're grocery shopping because those are also kitchen essentials. Nice. That's amazing. Can you get get your feet out of my face, please? Sorry. Why don't you just put your feet in my mouth that way you're at it? (laughs) We're sitting at a table and Talia put her feet up on the table across me. So I'm just looking at a foot (laughs) and then my laptop behind the foot. You love it. Rude. Rude. And by the way, just kind of related to the dinner section, I just wanted to kind of read this message from a fellow sister in this sisterhood, just for anyone who uh, might get inspiration from, you know, this today's episode. Uh, Bailey says, made tilapia, broccoli, and corn for dinner. I am also about to make this fudge for dessert. Mm. And then she included a picture of her meal, and then she included a picture of the recipe, the download from the sisterhood of the fudge. So, looks amazing. And um, yeah, I guess that's everything for the dinner section, babe, right? Am I missing yeah. anything? No, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, the vegetables we've covered. Yeah. Proteins and healthy fats. If you think of it this way when you're grocery shopping, proteins and fats, vegetables and fiber. Oh, wait, hold on. Proteins and fats, vegetables and carbs. Mm-hmm. Then you will have enough in your kitchen to throw together any type of meal. And if you want more direction and organization of what to cook then you would certainly want to follow a meal plan we have plenty in the sisterhood with grocery lists that can help you as well yes. and one thing i didn't mention in this podcast are gluten-free carbs so i'm gonna list a few of them right now that you can oh, yeah, find at good. the grocery good store point. go for it of course the gluten-free oats quinoa is great you can get millet or millet i still don't know how to say it um (laughs) rice wild rice is great white rice if you like it sweet potatoes regular potatoes yeah so beans beans and especially chickpeas they are all great options for carbs that you should have available in your kitchen at all times so when you're cooking you think like okay so what am i making okay ground beef Hmm, that would taste good with whatever you like sweet potatoes whatever you prefer and then you have your protein and your carb there and all you need is your fat yeah and a couple of freebies for everyone listening again if you go to our blog for this episode in that blog you'll actually find um one recipe 
from the sisterhood and you can also download a couple of um uh downloads at the at the bottom of the blog you can see a three-day meal plan uh for pcos weight loss i think that might be a video you can find some breakfast ideas and what Italian eats in a day. So a couple of free resources at the bottom of the blog. So again, just go to PCOSweightloss.org. You can go to the blog section or the podcast section to find the blog for this episode. With that said, let's move on to the wins of the week. These are sisters who are losing weight, thriving with PCOS, reversing symptoms, and just showing PCOS what the bow says. So let's do it. You want to start us off? Molly McCoy Brooks says, Hi, ladies, just have to share. I am finishing the four-week program today. Didn't do it perfectly, but I would say 90%. I got a little confused on some recipes and would either make too much or not enough, or I would toss what I thought was extra, but then I find I needed it in three weeks. But overall, it went well. I never took a starting weight. I just wanted to do the four weeks and see how I felt. Weighing myself is super triggering. I know I was about 205 when I started out of curiosity this morning. I weighed myself and I was 199. So that's at least five-ish pounds in a month. First time I have had a weight loss experience in over two years. I'm going to repeat the four weeks again. We'll swap out a couple recipes for new ones. I was so impressed with how easy and tasty they are. The recipes are. And there were a couple meals I didn't prefer. I also switched to decaf coffee. It was rough, but the caffeine withdrawal uh, was rough, but it went away. I do miss the morning energy jolt, but I can tell my anxiety levels are better without it. Wow. Amazing job, Molly, with the four-week program and just, you know, getting through it. And then, you know, you lost five pounds uh, more at the end of the month. That's amazing in four weeks. Especially when you haven't lost in over two years. That's amazing. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. And she said she's going to repeat the four weeks again. That's something we always recommend with the four-week meal and workout plan. It's obviously a four-week plan, but you, you own that. You have access to it forever. So we always like recommend to like just repeat it. Uh, either right afterwards or maybe you've done it a couple times you can repeat it again like you know a month or two later it's just a great way to kind of you know get your meals and workouts all already yes all right next uh marissa she says hi all i'm new here and new to my diagnosis i was waiting and waiting for someone to tell me that i was going to test quote-unquote positive for pcos until a doctor finally told me that it doesn't quite work that way Having a name for what I'm going through is helping a lot. I'm so excited to learn from and with you all. I'm looking for moral support as I heal from my symptoms. Work to feel my best for my June wedding and practice self-love in this space. This week's win, I can feel myself weaning off of caffeine and it already feels so good. Marissa, I'm so happy for you and I'm so happy you found us because we are the center of moral support for you. We are here for you every step of the way. Just comment in the Facebook group. We're always reading them and we're cheering sisters on. We have lots of resources. We have the five steps to PCOS weight loss, which are fun videos you can watch and learn about PCOS as well. Speaking of... um the five steps to PCOS weight loss in the scissorhood were just all updated. Woo! We refilmed all the videos and uh, in anticipation of the app launching in just a few weeks, we already updated the videos in the existing membership. So if you go there, sisters, and especially uh, Marissa, like f- for someone who's new and is looking to learn about PCOS, just go to our the learn section and... You'll see all the new videos, all in 4K. I have to brag about it. I look pretty cute. I yeah. changed my outfit. Yeah. My hair is cute. Woo! 
and we really up upgraded the videos this time where we like essentially added in a lot more infographics yes a lot more information that you can just read off the easier screen easier to follow along updated research yeah. new things that we've learned over the years yeah. since filming the first time it is really fun and informative yeah i mean essentially we, we did the original five steps like three years ago mm -hmm. and it was good it was great but everything we learned in the last three years of course in terms of research in terms of the new information out there for pcos and with the information or the experience we've learned from filming and making information a lot more understandable for people and to grasp it better we like basically all that upgrades we've incorporated into the five steps so you can basically you know uh learn learn more and learn better about your pcos diagnosis yeah and with that said, too, just want to give a little insight about the app. The app is almost done. I mean, so like we've been working with these developers for about seven months, eight months. I don't think our developers listen to this podcast, so we can kind of maybe vent right now. It was, it's was it been a little bit of a tough process just because like we have a vision and we just want the perfect tool set for sisters who are looking to reverse their PCOS. So the developers weren't, just, weren't meeting our expectation in terms of the features used in the app there was a lot of bugs there were a lot of issues with you know um, making it the right approach for pcos there was a lot of back and forth and um we you know during the process like you change your mind you think something's better you have to go back and forth it just takes a long time and requires a lot of patience and communication and you know trying to get on the same page and understand each other and it has not always been easy but we have come to a point where we are seeing the light at the end of yeah. the tunnel and we are really happy with how it turned oh, yeah, out yeah. because we, you know, communicating isn't always easy. Like it's not easy to just like tell someone what you want. Sometimes you don't even know what you want. You have yeah. to sit in silence and think your thoughts through yeah. and then learn how to say them out loud to somebody so they understand and develop it. Yeah. It's a lot of engineering and creativity that goes into it. We learned a lot from it. And at the end, <laughs> we work really, really hard. And there was, I see that it's really worth it. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there was that one week where we, or two weeks where we almost broke, where we had, I yeah. think, 12 hours of meetings a week like four or five hour sessions to like design and talk one-on-one -on -one with the developers and like explain what we're thinking and then they explain what they're thinking and then we have to come like it's like so much communication to make both because they're essentially trying to create what we're thinking what, in, what's in my imagination yeah, exactly. exactly up until yeah. this point i've just created what's in my imagination yeah. i didn't have to communicate it to someone to design it you know, if it's the sisterhood, I design it on Canva. I tell them, look, this is what I'm thinking. Can you make it? They make it. Yeah. This was different. Yeah. hundred percent. So at the end of the day, we got exactly what we wanted. Of course, could it be better? Yeah. Anything could be better. And we're going to make it better after the release. But there's always updates. It yeah. never ends. The, but the app, though, I feel like it's perfect. It's exactly what we imagined. And we're happy with where we are now. It's just to get here. It was a little bit, you know, difficult. But you know what? That's anything in life if you want something to be really good it's going to be a little difficult do you remember the five hour meeting when we were in england yeah in yorkshire yeah i sat there for five hours yeah and so did you but like you got up to eat you said like you were just dying we were both dying like in, yeah in we took breaks just, I think, like, yeah meeting. exactly like we were literally losing our mind i'll never forget that meeting because that's where a lot of the progress happened in those yeah. five hours yeah i was like so meticulous about everything i really hope 
you guys love it and yeah. just leave good reviews and email us if you have any concerns yeah i mean the developer told us oh it's gonna be ready this week and we're like yeah 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 okay we'll <laughs> like, see we'll see we'll see about that no but uh if our de developers are listening to we really appreciate it you guys have been amazing you know mm -hmm. it's part of the process it's part of the process we're so lucky we found them yeah anyway uh i guess that's the end of today's episode just want to say thank you to everybody for listening and and again, if you want any of the information we talked about, just head over to our website and access our blog. And of course, you, could, you can also find the sisterhood there and any other uh, resources that you're looking for. Yes. But with that being said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We will talk to you soon. And until then, bourgeois. Or no, bye-bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. Bourgeois. Au revoir. Okay. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage 1, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage 5, nailing the PCOS lifestyle gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.
when we're talking about these breakfast options, you want to look for meals that are filling, but also low in sugar and high in protein. Because breakfast is essentially the most important meal of the day when you're trying to create a consistent diet for PCOS or PCOS weight loss in general. You want to basically create blood sugar stability for the rest of the day. So when you have something that's high in protein, low in sugar, that's going to help you stabilize your blood sugar so you don't have those big ups and downs and essentially reduce cravings and reduce your appetite for the rest of the day. It's more efficient, basically, your metabolism. A staple in my pantry when it comes to breakfast are chia seeds. They are so good for us. They have so many antioxidants. They're great for blood sugar control and they help you create a meal that's filling and, you know, low in sugar, high in healthy fats and protein. I add two tablespoons of chia seeds to any breakfast that I make. So that's always in my pantry. Having stevia regularly every single morning is not ideal for PCOS because artificial sweeteners or sweeteners like stevia can actually spike your insulin levels because your body thinks that you're eating something super sweet. It's like hundreds times more sweet than sugar. So stevia is not my sweetener of choice. If I have something, it'll have xylitol in it. So when I buy the protein powder, I buy the one with no sweeteners, no artificial flavorings, no natural flavoring, quote unquote, natural flavorings. And the only flavor that I add to my smoothie is from the berries that I add to it. 